Welcome into the End of Money Podcast for KeenelandSelect.com for Saturday, November 19th. It's Tom Leach along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. We take a look at the late pick four each week for one of the tracks around the country. This week it's going to be at, at Churchill. Uh, last week we were there for the Claiming Crown, and uh, I don't think either one of us hit the pick four, but if you are a Keeneland Select customer and you see the video pick of the week that we send out, I did hit Keystone Field at a nice price, and uh, I had him... Uh, in the uh, in the race on uh, in our ticket, I just couldn't find the the other winners to hit the pick four. But uh, we did get at least a video pick win last week, so we'll take that one. Uh, Jim, let's jump into this with the Grade Three Chaluki at a mile for Phillies and Mayors three and up. Not a big field, but uh, I thought a well matched group. Who did you take? I took She Can't Sing for Chris Block. Uh, horses been off since September, where they tried her in a grade three at Kentucky Downs, and she certainly didn't disgrace herself. Uh, ran, at 33-1, to 1, ran third. Uh, got beat by Campanelle, a Wesley Ward horse. Uh, I thought she ran pretty well that day, and uh, she's been off since then, and she's back at her favorite track. She's three for 10 at Churchill. Um, she has cost me some money at this racetrack. She did not run that well in this race last year. Uh, the only really bad race she's had at Churchill. <coughs> but she did come back. Uh, had a good fairgrounds meet, and then uh, won a race at Canterbury. Uh, B.J. Hernandez takes the mount from Jared Loveberry. Uh, I just think that the outside draw with uh, a little bit of a speed on the inside between Coach and Mariah's Princess and center aisle, I think I just think the race sets up well for her to close and, and run them down the stretch. Um, Coach is my second choice for Brad Cox, who's won at Churchill. Ran a race at Laurel last time out off a pretty lengthy layoff and had a 90 buyer ran second. She was, she won at Churchill. She ran the Kentucky Oaks last year, so she likes the track as well, and she's a 9-5 to five morning line favorite. And Mariah's Princess has also won at Churchill, and she is the one that worries me because she was off from December to October, came back at Keeneland, a $100,000 optional claimer, and ran really well. Uh, only got beat two and a half, was in the lead. Uh, deep in the stretch, and if she moves forward off that race, she's going to be a great competitor in here. So those three are my top picks. Um, I stuck with She Can't Sing simply because of the history with Churchill and the outside draw with the speed inside. I uh, took Mariah's Princess for the reasons that you mentioned. I like that 87 buyer. It was her best ever buyer figure, and it comes off the layoff, and every reason to think she could improve on that second off the layoff. It's had enough time to recover and cutting back in distance. I like that angle, too, to uh, a one-turn mile from two turns. Uh, center Isle uh, is a horse that has some some back class there for Paula Lobo, uh, as does Coach for Brad Cox. A little skeptical of, of her uh, coming off a, a break and taking on older for the first time. Um, Liberty MD I'm going to throw in the ticket because of the four for seven at Churchill Downs. And respect for Ian Wilkes and the six she can't sing. So I'm going to end up going deep in three legs and uh, light in another one. Uh, but I like Mariah's Princess on top. Pick four starts in the eighth race with two-year-old maidens going six and a half. And uh, I ended up spreading out in this race. I took Collier's time on top. Uh, I thought the fourth out of ten in the debut was a nice effort with some trouble at the start. Uh, Ian Wilkes' horses generally run better second time out. And you get 8-1, to one, so it's a nice price. Uh, Corona Belts, a Brad Cox firster, event detail, a uh, Paulo Lobo firster with Saez in the saddle. 
Um, the 11 Mutawid is a Pletcher Firster, so going to use all of those, plus communication memo, who had a couple of nice third-place finishes in her two lifetime starts, or his two lifetime starts. So I'm going to use all of those, but I took Collier's time on top. How about you? I was communication memo for Asbussen. Uh, the race at Keeneland last time out, uh, when uh, he went forward as, as the favorite, um, was inside, stuck in the one hole. Uh, the first two races in his career, he's drawn the one hole. And, and for a two-year-old, that's not the place that you want to be. And he's run well in both of them, finished third at Churchill and third at Keeneland. Now he draws outside in the seven, and I think he's going to like that a lot better. He puts blinkers on him, so a lot of changes from the first two races, and the first two races weren't that bad, a 70-66 buyer, which are the best buyers in the, in the field. So I'm going to take communication memo on top. Going to use Collier's time. Going to use Corona Boat for Brad Cox, first-time first starter. Paulo Lobo, the three, event detail. Um, I'm going to use Carcano for Vicky Oliver. This horse has run twice at Churchill and Keeneland and finished second both times. And I don't know if it caught easier fields than this, but uh, obviously second right off the bat and almost got there last time at six and a half for long. So Carcano is on my ticket. Surface to air for Darren Miller, uh, coming off a, a decent try at Keeneland with some trouble. Uh, I'm leaving off the Pletcher outside. I don't like the horse hung outside in the 11 hole. And the, the works haven't been that great. I may regret that, but I can't use them all. So I'm going to go six deep in the start. The ninth is an allowance optional claimer on the turf at a mile and a 16th. Phillies and Mayors. Three and up, big field here. Who did you land on? I thought this one was it, it was fairly formful. Um, I took Gaffleone on Fairchild on the 10 horse for Asmussen on the outside. I think you can draw a line through that mile-and-a-half effort at, at uh, Keeneland. I don't think that she wanted any part of that, that distance. <laughs> Excuse me. It was an opening day at Keeneland. Go back to the um, Wasted Tears at Lone Star when she had an 89 buyer at a mile and 16th, which is what she cuts back to today. He's two for four at the distance with one second and one third. And I think she fits very well. She's certainly going to be fit off a mile and five sixteenths to Kentucky Downs and a mile and a half at Keeneland. She's going to think she's running a four for a long sprint. So I'm going to take Fairchild on top. I'm also going to use Barista for James Baker. The race at Keeneland last time out was way out of it uh, and came running at the end and just got beat three quarters by Fancy Martini, a pretty good filly. And uh, moving forward off that race, off a six-month layoff, I think she fits well in here, and she's won at Churchill before. So I am only going to go too deep here. I thought these two uh, on the outside were the most likely winners. If I went deeper, I'd use Paulo Lobo on Justify My Love with Cheminot riding, coming out of the same race as Barista. Um, Barista finished four lengths ahead, though, so I didn't use Justify My Love based on that. So I'm going to stick with two here, Fairchild and Barista. I um, took Fairchild on top as well. Like uh, Gaffleone, I figure can work out a trip from uh, a little bit of a wide post and uh, all the reasons you mentioned. I think uh, she's got a big shot in here. Uh, Justify My Love, I could see improving third off the layoff. Uh, Laura's Charm had a big buyer improvement last time, so thought I would include that one. Caldi, mainly just because it's Brad Cox and Barista off that good effort last time at Keeneland, and that was off a layoff, so that one should uh, should be able to uh, run an improved effort uh, with the second, with that start off uh, the layoff under her belt. So I'm going to go deep, five deep when we get to the pick four, but I've got Fairchild on top. Uh, the pick four ends in the 11th race, first level allowance, and it's uh, first level allowance, 
three-year-olds and up going a mile and a quarter of the main track. Who did you land on? Well, sure. Hang on a second. So I get to my 11th after looking at the 10th. I went deep here. Uh, I thought this race was not very formful. I thought it was wide open, and, I, and I, I couldn't really make a distinction between strong quality, the three for Mark Cassie, War Campaign, the eight for Philip Sims. And my top pick is going to be Todd Pletcher with Gate Runner. This horse um, ran a mile and eighth last time out at, at uh, Keeneland and looks like that he wants to stretch out. He wanted a mile and a quarter at Churchill. So by five and three quarters over 10 gauge, who was in the same race and he came back and won. So I'm going to take Gate Runner on top. Going to use War Campaign. Going to use Complete Agenda with Pletcher, uh, the six horse with Saez. And also use Dr. Nash, throw him in as a long shot for Michael Thomason on the inside and Joe Rocco. So I think I can spread here after going not so deep in the feature race and the, the finale I want to be as covered as possible. I ended up taking a stand here, mainly for budgetary reasons. I uh, decided I would uh, like a horse enough to, to single here and then gives me the ability to go deeper in the other races and keep the ticket affordable. War Campaign. I like this horse since a nice runner-up effort at Keeneland. Uh, I think it was last year in the spring, but uh, I think this horse has some ability, and uh, they put him into a stakes race and didn't work out, um, but he uh, did have a 97 buyer two starts back. So if you throw out the last race, maybe he bounced off that. Uh, I'm going to just... Uh, look at his his record other than that last race. Looks uh, like a horse that's been improving and that uh, would look tough here. So I'm just going to draw a line through the last race. Horse is training great, too, which helps me be able to think I can do that. So War Campaign is going to be a single for me. Uh, strong quality and complete agenda were the other ones I liked. And Gate Runner, those three, the two latter two being Pletchers and strong quality with a 93, two starts back for Cassie could certainly win this. But... I like War Campaign here, so I'm just going to single, and uh, I'm going to go five deep to start, one, two, three, seven, eleven, then three, four, six, eight, ten, then one, two, three, six, seven, so that's five by five by five, and then single War Campaign, $62.50, pick four ticket on Saturday at Churchill Downs. How about you and uh, your pick four ticket as well? Well, I'm not. I didn't have a single, so I've got two races that I thought were formful, and I got two horses, two races that I spread. So I'm starting out with six horses: one, two, three, five, seven, eight, with eight, ten, with one, six, with one, three, six, eight, nine, and that's a sixty-dollar ticket. Best of luck if you're playing the card at Churchill on Saturday uh, next week. Some great racing at Churchill. You had stakes on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, also, uh, the Clark grade one the day after, and then the big two-year-old day on Saturday. Uh, got some good uh, stakes racing in uh, New York and uh, Del Mar over the holiday as well. So just make sure you have funds in your Keeneland Select account this, uh, this, uh, this weekend and the next week for the holidays. Best of luck wherever you're playing this weekend. For Jim Goodman, I'm Tom Leach. That's the End of the Money podcast for KeenelandSelect.com.